Today is Monday, March 21st, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage. After three weeks of the brutal Russian invasion into Ukraine, reports from researchers suggest that the situation is nearing a stalemate, with Russia unable to make substantial gains and with no real prospect of overtaking the country. Russians are being injured at a rate of up to 1,000 people a day, and they continue to lack supplies and ammunition. I mean, weren't they warned that this was a bad idea? This also might be why Turkey's foreign minister has started spreading rumors that Russia and Ukraine have made progress on their negotiations and are close to an agreement. An assessment which I'm sure has nothing to do with the apparent stalemate and Russia's general inability to make any progress. The evidence of Russia's military failure continues to mount, with new reports that Putin has placed his head of foreign intelligence, the FSB, along with that guy's deputy, under house arrest. The formal grounds of the arrest were that they embezzled funds, but sources say that the real reason is because of the bungled Ukraine invasion. Look, I mean, someone has to be held accountable for this, and it is definitely not going to be the guy whose idea it was. Let's not feel too bad for the Russians, though, because there are now unconfirmed reports of thousands of Ukrainians being transferred to Russia from Mariupol in forced deportations. The U.S. has not yet confirmed these allegations, but over the weekend, Ukrainian authorities accused the Russians of bombing an art school where people were taking shelter, as well as kidnapping residents and taking them to Russia, where they were processed through, quote, filtration camps. We will obviously be right on top of that story. The pressure on Russia continues to build diplomatically, with the United States House of Representatives voting on Friday to suspend Russia's most favored nation trade status. This would lead to higher tariffs on Russian goods, which we know they can't afford right now. But more insulting is that they would be joining a very short list of North Korea and Cuba as countries without most favored nation status. I should note that there were only eight representatives who voted to allow Russia to keep the status, And the overlap with the Insurrectionist Caucus is nearly complete. Some of these names included Boebert, Marjorie, Matt Gaetz, Andy Biggs, and Thomas Massey. You know, practically the who's who of Stop the Steal. Australia has also announced that they are banning the export of aluminum to Russia, which is a critical export for Russia, with them relying on Australia for 20% of their aluminum. I mean, couldn't have happened to nicer people. Block your calendars, betches, because the confirmation hearings for Supreme Court nominee Ketanji Brown-Jackson begins today. It is set to last four days, and Democrats hope that the process will be finished by Easter, just like the pandemic was two years ago. Republicans, on the other hand, are hoping that the process lasts as long as the pandemic. Meanwhile, Justice Clarence Thomas was hospitalized yesterday with an infection and flu-like symptoms. He's expected to be released from the hospital in a day or two. But overall, not a great week for the Thomas family. I don't know about you, but when I hear the Supreme Court these days, my next thought is immediately Roe v. Wade. Which brings us to our next two stories. They are about two states who are taking action to protect reproductive choice. Washington state passed a law last week that prohibits legal action against people seeking an abortion and those who aid them, which is basically like a legislative diss track aimed at Texas's abortion bounty law. And in Maryland, their state house voted last Friday to pass a constitutional amendment that would protect the right to abortion. The state Senate still has to vote on it, as well as Maryland residents in November. Maryland also voted on Friday for a separate measure that would broaden access to providers in the state by increasing funding and removing restrictions that prevent nurses, midwives, and physician assistants from providing abortions. 
Don't we just love a state legislature that plans ahead? And finally for today, the longest serving member of Congress, Republican Representative Don Young from Alaska, passed away on Friday at age 88. He was in the middle of his 25th term after first being elected to the House during the Nixon administration. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you are enjoying this show, you can now rate it five stars on Spotify or leave me a review if you are listening on Apple Podcasts. Any review you leave means so much to me and to the growth of the show. And if there's an episode that you particularly enjoy and it really makes you laugh, feel free to share it on your Instagram story, tag at Sammy, tag at Betchesup, and I will do my best to share them. And as always, if you want to learn more about any of these stories, links to source articles are in the show notes. Or you can tune into the Betches Up podcast where we go more in depth on these topics daily. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.